stress out with self till we dead. Why sink into depression? You see, COVID-19 may not kill a lot of us, but the stress from the effect will. The fear will. The paranoia will. But why sit here until you die? This is the word of the Lord to you this morning. The, 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 the thing that came to me out of this verse or this aspect of the scripture was the thought of the leprous men. A thought dawned upon them. And this thought was in alignment with the word of God brought forth by the prophet of God, Elijah, in verse 1. This thought didn't come before because this famine was happening all along. It was a long time. This famine was going on to the point where cannibalism come into being. So it cannot be an overnight situation. And we do not know how long this virus will be on the nation and the nations of the world. So we, if we are not careful, we are going to find ourselves in similar position. But the word of the Lord came. And the lepers took a hold of the word of the Lord. So this is the situation for us then, people of God. That we are to align our thoughts with the word of God. This is the charge that we are getting. This is the word that the Lord is saying. Align your thoughts to my word. Because it is by me, God, that you will be delivered. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. The situation for them, they said, if we stay here, we will die. And if we go there into the city, we will die. But if we go out into the camp or the host of the Assyrians. We may die or we may not die. So here you have a situation or an opportunity being presented. If you align your thoughts with the word of God... The chances or the odds are greater than if you stay in your situation or you choose to indulge in a past situation. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Holy Spirit. It stands to reason then that we are to rein in our thoughts. Take a hold of the word of God as is in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. And bring it into subjection without the shadow of a doubt that God is able to perform whatever he says. It is not about what we think. It's not about what you think. It is not about what the world thinks. It is not about the situation that is currently at hand. But it is by the word of God. Hallelujah. Mighty God. Mighty God. Take a hold of the thoughts as we are in this pandemic. Yes, you lose your work. Yes. That is the situation and it is real yes you're not able to find food as you would have wanted you can't have three meals a day anymore you probably have to only have one that is the situation that is the reality and it is real but what are your thoughts what are you thinking about does your your thoughts line up with the word of God so you need to get into the word to find out this is an awesome opportunity 
for us as the people of God to dive in, to, to dig deep into, to seek God for revelation and insight as to how we are going to live because the people of God must live. It's because the word says the just shall live by faith. And the faith that we are going to live by is the word of God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. What is the situation that you are currently in? David, because this is a psalm that David wrote unto the Lord, ascribing all the victories that he has accomplished over his enemies and from Saul. So it is significant that David and Saul were both chosen men. Chosen by whom is another situation, but they were chosen. Saul was king, and then David was anointed to be king. But as I looked at the story in 1 Samuel, begin to see that the thoughts of Saul was what caused him to want to pursue David to kill him. David never wanted to harm Saul. All he wanted to do was to serve him. And so Saul went as far as even to kill the priest of God. But David remained steadfast in God and was delivered in due season. By God, by God, I declare over you today that every toxic situation, every toxicity from the enemy that is pursuing you, whether by your family members, whether by your, your spouse, because we cannot eliminate this, that by God, he will vindicate for you as you get deeper, as you begin to seek him in prayer, in fasting, and in obedience to his instructions. So I want us to, be, to, to, to pay attention. I want us to understand that the Spirit of the Lord this morning wants to deliver us in a different way. He wants us to understand that the things that we are thinking or meditating upon are the things that he wants to deal with today. Some of us are in similar situations like a David and a Saul. We are being abused. We are being victimized. We are in tumultuous relationships. Whether friend, family, spouse, whatever the situation may be. Whatever the reason you think that you need to keep this relationship. Whether it's for money, for acceptance, for, for sex, whatever it is that you believe that you need to keep this for. Whether it's, you look at it. The Lord is asking us to get our thoughts and to think about the situation carefully. You are being abused. You are being physically, verbally, emotionally abused. You observe even these, in this time, women are being killed by their partners and you are becoming afraid. But if you stay in that situation, you will die. But perhaps if you begin to seek the Lord, you will get either some change will come to the situation where the persons may begin to deal with you better or the Lord will provide a way of escape. That is his word. That he is able to provide a way of escape. Do not be afraid. Bring your thoughts into subjection to the word of God. And declare the word of God over your situation. And him God, he God will deliver you. Perhaps you have lost your income. But you have a business idea. They said this is the fourth industrial revolution where technology is now 
the new thing, the, the, the new industry, the new stream, the new way of earning potential. But perhaps if you seek the Lord, if you used to sell, maybe now what you can do is create an online platform or a, or a website that advertise your goods, your wares, what you are offering. And then persons maybe, by God, will then begin to order online. And you have to begin to think this way. That how you can get your goods to persons. No, you do not have to be walking up or down in the street. Or you have to rent a shop or so. So now you're online. You have the goods. All you have to do is take the orders and deliver them to persons. So we have to begin to reshape and rethink. And put our ideas to God. And see how best the Lord instruction and then we follow through and we're still able to earn in this season. There are other ways. But according to Jeremiah 33 verse 3, it says that you must seek me and I will show you great and marvelous things that you have not yet known. So that the idea of sitting down, I wonder if, Lord God, I want at me, I know. And when they, 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 they advertise that, you know, school going to close. Jesus, I know what I'm going to do with the pitney dam. Lord God, more stress. Instead of doing that, the word of the Lord says, seek him. And he will show you great and marvelous things that you have not yet known. He will show you. Because he's not a man that he should lie. He would not have said it if he wasn't going to show you. He is the revealer of the secret things. He's the one who reveals the things to you that you do not know. Your mind is only able to think thus far. But in a situation where you find yourself surrounded by troops and fortified things and walls, it is God who will bring forth this deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to your spirit this morning. I'm speaking to your spirit because I want us to get in, tap in, tap into something greater than ourselves today. This is not about us and what we thought before. Because you said, as I said before, if we dwell on what was, you will die. And if you dwell on the current situation, you will also die. So perhaps then, if we get our thoughts into the word, then the Lord will reveal to us a way forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it is by God. God. That we will get this divine knowledge and revelation as how to conquer the troops and the walls that have fortified themselves against us. It takes effort. It takes some effort on our part because when the thought came to the leprous men, they didn't just sit there and say, Why, why are we sitting here so? It's a family going from there and not. Not Nagwan. Hmm? We can't go in there. No, that's obvious. That is obvious that we cannot go into the city because the famine is there. So you won't get any food in there. You won't get anything. Also that they were not allowed in there in the first place because they were locked out. They could have also said, we sit down here so we don't see a soul pass here for a morning. Nobody not even come drop two one biscuit in our lap. Nobody not give you nothing. The government not do nothing for people. And still sit down there. But they didn't say that only. They stated the obvious. And then they said, perhaps, no, he said, not even perhaps. Now, therefore, let us fall into the host of the Syrians. For if they save us, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. So a solution it was in the midst of 
moving forward. In the moving forward comes the solution. The chances, the odds are greater in the moving forward. It was uncertain. Because perhaps if they will kill them, they are too. But I would rather take the chance to move forward than to sit down or to go back. So it is not a question then. We do not have an option but to move forward. It takes some effort. So it is obvious that our thoughts have to take us further than just stating the situation. It has to take us into decision and then spring us into action. And that is where the obedience comes. We have to do something about what the Lord has given to us. It is in doing, it is in being obedient to what God says that we will obtain the victory. The victories were not obtained by looking. David didn't slew Goliath by looking at him and say, man, what a giant in Tali. That is obvious. He didn't look at him and say, but him have more experience. Me, 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 me can't kill him. Me, me, me. Oh, me, he didn't look at him and say that. But instead he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of the living God? We're working with the word of God because God is a mighty general of war. It is God who fights the battles for us. It is not about your spear or your sword or your gun or your knife. But it's the strategy that will be released from God to deal with this discombobulating, uh, 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 this thing that comes to annihilate, to, 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 to push you out, to cast you, to, to bring you down. It is the word of God and the strategy of God that will cause this brute force, rootless, wicked thing that has posed itself against you to be, to be thrown down. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to your spirit. One of the things that keep coming in my spirit, I'm speaking to your spirit. I'm not speaking to your flesh right now. The flesh is not what I'm talking to. I'm talking to the spirit. And so we have a tendency in Jamaica to say, when pitney short, when, when trouble takes you, pitney short fits you. That is a lie. A, a child's shirt is small. And you want big somebody. So it means that you're shrinking to suit into this little small thing. And we don't serve a small God, nor a shrinking God. We serve a God who fears things head on. And that is a place of maturity. That the Lord wants us to get into. That we don't shrink down and get to, back to the child-like situation. Lord God, Jesus, they don't want to cause this, you know. We don't want to know what cause it. We just want to know, say, come, and we want to annihilate it by the word of God. Because it must not prevail against us. Mighty God. We know response where it come from. We know we know one we don't we know one where it come from. That's not important. It's just that it is there now. I have to face it now. But it is by God that you will overcome. Because he uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And if you notice that this Giant was not slain with no sword, but with a stone. One lick in him forehead, boop. And the big old thing just dropped bow. 
It was there before and even Saul was there trembling and trembling. And the young man just come and say, what, what caused it? Wait. Are you enough, sir? Boop, put a stone. And get rid of you. Line up our thoughts with the word of the living God. So even at Ziklag, God said, go after them because you shall recover all. He didn't say to David, but you're tired, wait one more day and then we see if we can, what can go on. Never say if we see what, we can, what can go on. He said, go after them. Go after them, for you shall recover all. Because I'm me, I do this. It is me, God, who I do this. Not you. So, it is not even our military. It is not in our military might that this will be done. But we bring our thoughts subjected to Christ. And the Lord will do this. Hallelujah. So God is asking us to do what? Let go of the past hurts. Let go of the bitterness. Let go of what your mother do you, your father do you, and your baby father, your baby mother. Let go. All of those situations are dead. That dead, that done. And release your heart to the Lord. Release your thoughts to the Lord. If the Lord is saying to you, forgive somebody. The forgiveness, it seems hard. Me never did do them nothing. And them do me something. And them for come, come apologize or correct the wrong that they did. Me now forgive them as even if me are dead. Me now forgive them. That is a wrong attitude. Because if you want God to act on your behalf, the word of God clearly stated, you cannot approach. If you have iniquity in your heart, I don't hear nothing what you say. I don't hear you. Because you still have your mother because she never did come when she should have come. And this and that. And if you have up your father because he was never there, he was absent, then away me day and who me be angry. I just have one. But yet you're coming in the house of the Lord and I say, Plea my cause, oh God, and the enemies who are fortified themselves against me. Oh, dear, you, and you have up, you have up, you have your issues. And he's saying, whenever you seek him, he's saying, Forgive your father. Or forgive your mother. Forgive your husband. Forgive your wife. For whatever they did to you. Forgive your church brethren. Forgive your pastor. Forgive. Because I want to act on your behalf. You are not an illegitimate child, you know. And I do me now want to do something for you. But my word says I'm can't go beyond my word. Because that means eh, this is my condition. And so the Lord is asking us to give, give up some stuff and submit our thoughts to him. Come in agreement with his word that he may act on our behalf. It is not for the person. It's not like, okay, if I forgive them, then get off, scotch free. Judgment and vengeance belong to the Lord. The Lord will deal with them. But if you forgive, it's difficult, but if you submit yourself and say, God, the thought of forgiving this person, it was vile. They abused me. They, 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 they did some things to me, God. They, they violate my system, my body, my everything. But you say, forgive them and say, God, may I ask you how to do this because I can't do it. And the Lord will do it and help you to forgive the person that, who knows, maybe upon forgiving, you will get such a release. The things that have been locked up will begin to come and flow into your life. And so again, the thought, me not trust people. 
The Lord is saying, do go over there, so do something or allow, you know, let sister come, sister come in over here, make them come and do something. Me not trust people, me not want nobody in my space who remember the last person where they may do to me. You will die. You will not get help. You will not get help. And then you sit down and say, nobody, no, nobody no count me. Nobody no, no business bought me. When the Lord is saying, allow some this person to come and do. But me not trust people. People are wicked. You will not get help. You will die in those circumstances. You will die in those situations. So you can't stay in the current position, nor in the past situation, because six of one half dozen of the other, none of them present an opportunity for you to get freedom or breakthrough. None of them present an opportunity for you to experience the greater. None of them. And so the Lord is saying, line up the thoughts, Come to me, and I will cause you to move forward. Some of us as people of God, we come into the house of God every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday. And we are not saved. We're not saved. We come in Sunday after Sunday, and we still teeth, we still lie. We still have struggle with some stuff. Line up the thoughts. Begin to declare what the Lord said, thou shalt not steal. And put that on yourself when you feel like the earth for steal. You have to talk to your thoughts. Talk to your mind. And said, the word of the Lord says, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. Rain it in like a horse. Like a stubborn mule. Chew out the card on it and drag it in. Subject it to the word of God. We can't help it. Lord, I want family something. You know, my great granduncle was a thief. You know, my, 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 my auntie, last cousin, twice removed. Him, boy, him thief, all milk out of coffee. And so you believe that because that was so, then you must now walk in the same pattern. That's a lie. And you will die. We will die if we continue into certain patterns, traditions, generational things. My mother, I remember when my mother um, see, see, see certain people and, them and, and whatever, she, she just go at the mother and she put the, the, the name in the, calm, in the cucumber and she put it in the fridge and those things and she write it on parchment paper and she got buried on her back. So, so for me to get ahead and the same thing me I go do, that cannot work. Bring our thoughts subject to the word of the living God. You will not get the greater if you continue, if we continue in this way. And so the way forward was that in verse 5, the lepers waited until evening, dusk up time. It kind of like a darker. So that the soldiers wouldn't see them when they're coming. The soldiers from the Syrian army would not see them when they're coming. So some things we have to take by night. By dust up, by evening. We have to do it undercover a little bit. We have to deal with itself undercover. We have to go be in our closet. We have to lock ourselves and deal with some things. And so it says that as they reach the outskirts of the camp or the edge of the camp, the outer part of the wall of the city and where the camp, the troops were. And they said, when they reached there, there was no one there. Can you imagine? All this time, this thing descend upon you. And you go through it for years. You suffer with the abuse. You suffer with the poverty. You suffer with the financial lack. You suffer 
with the immorality, immorality, you're suffering with whatever issues, the anger, you're suffering with it. It has been hindering you. You make one step forward and ten step backward because every time you must come into something, something else happens and fling your way back. But the moment that you line up your thoughts with God and decide, say, me now sit on your son no more. Hmm? Me, me, me now dwell upon the past no more. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Holy Spirit. Ma, ma, my baby father did do this, sorry, did do that. He made me lick me and he made treat me bad. But now, the Lord is saying, I'm going to make you, I'm going to cause you to see that you can be a wife to someone. But you're saying to yourself, me not just man because man a wicked and man abusive. I who me? I who me? I told you no know. I show you not know who God assure you say this time it's different, but you are saying to yourself, you're dwelling on the past. You're dwelling on the past situation. And so you cannot move forward. In yourself, of a fact, you probably would like to have, to be married. But the past situation, every time it presents itself again before you. And so, you're going and going and you see everybody are married and then I want to me. You start to have some insecurities that come up and the doubts coming up and the wondering and, and the envy coming up and the jealousy coming up because you're saying, then, I, then, then God no no say, me would have want married too, but at the same time, you are still saying, based on the past, my past experiences with men are, are whatever. I cannot move forward. You will die. You will never move from there. Hallelujah. And so it took effort. They lined up their thoughts. It took effort. And then they were obedient to the word of God as they move. The Lord used this situation. It seems dead. It was out dead. Death was pronounced upon them. But God in his infinite wisdom used a thing where people think could not be used to bring glory to himself. And these four leprous men, upon the obedience of the word of God, lining up their thoughts with the word of God, not only delivered themselves, but delivered the entire nation of Samaria. Can we just give the Lord a praise for what he is doing, for what he's about to do, for the release that he's about to bring forth into the nation, only if we align our thoughts to his words and be obedient. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is encouraging us as the people of God. That we are not to lose hope or we are not to lose faith and don't act like those who are in the world who not have no, they're running up and down like headless chicken. That is not our position. And so those of us who are here in the house of the Lord who are struggling to believe or to come into the place with, with, to line up the word of the Lord. Get into, line up your thoughts. Get into his word. Because it is only through him that your deliverance will come. So it requires obedience and faith in God to run through the troop and to leap over walls to defeat your enemies. He will deal with the enemies even if it seems long. The word of the Lord also took me to 2 Kings 20. These are familiar uh, verses of scripture. And in verse 1, here we have another prophet delivering the word of God to the king. And in this dispensation, we have a prophet and a high priest who is Jesus Christ who took our sins 
our curse unto himself who brought the wall of petition, who brought the veil that we may have access to God directly to the throne of grace. Not only that, but he went further. He went into and took captivity captive the things that captured us jesus then captured it and so now we have liberty the liberty in christ jesus so it doesn't take somebody else to do it it is now you who must do it you have access boldly before the throne of grace to ask of God what do I do now because you need a now word or a now move mighty God mighty God and so it is by God that we are free from sicknesses on this healing and deliverance Sunday it is by God declaring his word that we are healed from sicknesses and diseases, from fear, from brokenness, from trauma, from insecurity. We are no longer locked out of the camp due to sin. We have no direct communication to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. So how do we get this connection? And I believe we already know that the communication must come through prayer. We have to be people of prayer. We have to constantly pray. The word says to pray without ceasing. And the word of the Lord in 2 Kings 20 says, In those days, Ezekiah was sick unto death. It was a sure thing. The sickness was a sure thing. It was not a joke thing. He was good as dead. Dead as a doornail. Now nah, come back. So he said, the prophet said, Thus said the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. The doctor pronounced the diagnosis or prognosis or Whatever it is that he may say, it is not wrong. If he says that his heart disease, his liver condition, diabetes, hypertension, whatever it is, it may not be wrong. But here is a grand opportunity. It is not for us then to say, then why me? After me, I do nobody know that me forget this. Then why would I me? God choose to come, come get cancer. Hmm? Out of everybody else, Lord God Almighty, then I want me there. It is not for us to say, why God? I'm ball, I'm wheel. Lord God Almighty. It's not a situation like that. Because God in his infinite mercy presented an opportunity for repentance. He gave Ezekiah, he said, put your house in order. For you shall live and not die. But he wasn't dead yet. Hallelujah. So even though the diagnosis is correct, you are not dead yet. You are still living and there are still things that you can do. Hallelujah. And so in verse 2, watch the king's attitude. And so we are to seek the Lord in prayer and supplication no matter what. Even though the doctor says, this is so. What is the Lord saying about the matter? What is God's word on it? And stand in prayer. So in getting our deliverance then, it requires us to get in prayer. Prayer bring deliverance. Hallelujah. So in verse 3, 
Though it said, I beseech, I beseech thee, O Lord. Remember now, I have walked before thee in truth and with perfect heart. This was not a boasting of Ezekiah's righteousness. Because in those days, Ezekiah, the righteousness was accounted for them doing the commandments of God. It was them doing the precepts of God through works. Now in this dispensation, or in this time, faith is counted by faith in Jesus Christ. Ezekiah was only 39 years old when he got this diagnosis. That he was going to die for sure. And he went in prayer and steadfast supplication before God. So much so that his supplication tapped into the covenant that God made with David. And so the question today, people of God, aren't we also God's covenant people? Hallelujah. Aren't we God's covenant people? And so God would not leave us stranded. That we are to seek him and follow his instruction. Not only did Ezekiah get healing, but the nation Judah was also delivered in the previous chapter. Because they were also surrounded by an army who invaded Judah, the Assyrian army. And God sent out his dead angels and killed every one of them. So it wasn't a battle fought with no sword, with no arrows, with anything. The Lord of hosts released his angel upon this army and execute all of them. It needed no manpower. Just that we go in prayer and supplication before the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Lord is saying to us this morning that we will be delivered through repentance, through repentance, through prayer, through fasting and obedience to his word. God will allow certain things to happen, certain hostile situations to come upon us. But it will be for a season. In Daniel 7, 21 to 22, and you can read those for yourself, that there will be times when there will be a war against the people of God. And the Lord will allow this to happen. But it's in our submission and obedience to him that we will prevail. The Lord is asking us to repent. The Lord is asking us to come back to him. In Psalm 78, it speaks of the forgetfulness of the people of God. Sometimes we are forgetting what God has delivered us from, where he has taken us, and where he wants to get us. Because we are dwelling in a situation that presents itself before us. Revelation 13 verse 7 also speaks of this. It speaks of that worldly oppression that will come. The worldly policies and the worldly powers that would want to seek to subject us to the enemy's instruments. Yet it said this will only be for a season. It will only be for a time. Because those who are redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ and sealed by him, the enemy cannot prevail against us. And only if they prevailed against us in body, they can never prevail against us in the spirit. In our souls. They will never get our souls. So we are to persevere in faith and true worship to God during these times of temptation and of trials. Because it is by God that we will be triumphant. So we are to take hold of God. Take hold of your thoughts. Take hold of God in prayer. Take hold of God in fasting and following his instructions. Hallelujah. At this time, I'm going to ask the congregation to stand. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If there is anyone who is here today who is not saved, you have heard the word of the Lord, and you want to align yourself with the Lord so that he can do the things that seem impossible for you, so that he can take care of your struggles. I'm just going to ask you to just step to the front so that we can pray for you. Hallelujah. Is there anyone here this morning who is struggling with issues you just want to bring before the Lord to help you to overcome? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give me you. Everything else can wait. Give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Hallelujah. This is your opportunity to come. We have one. We have one person. Is there another? Hallelujah. Let us ask an intercessor to the stand with her. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We have an assurance. We have an assurance that the Lord is the one who is doing this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to pray. We're going to ask us to just be attentive at this time as we go before the presence of the Lord in prayer and repentance. Hallelujah. Is there any other? Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is calling unto you. He wants you to return to Him. He wants you to do a greater work in your life. He wants you to move away from the past issues, the past pains, and the past hurts. And He wants to take you into a higher place, a broader place. So can I ask, does the man, what another man, man to just Stand with our brother there. Hallelujah. 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 You're just sick and tired of being sick and tired of a situation overcoming you. Years you have been going through this thing. And you have been managing it or battling it on your own. But the Spirit of the Lord this morning and this healing and deliverance Sunday is saying that it is him. And he wants you to give him all. He's the one who is in control. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. We bless your name, God. We lift you up. We exalt you. We exalt you, sovereign Lord. We exalt you, King of the universe. We exalt you, mighty God, as we come before your throne, mighty God, boldly before your throne of grace. We thank you, mighty God. We repent. We repent, God Almighty, for all the things, oh God Almighty, that have been said, that has been done, for all the ways that we have thought and walked, oh God, where we have walked away from your precepts, oh God Almighty, for we have walked away from your statues, where we have omitted you from our lives, where we have not sought you first in our decision making. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bring repentance even now on behalf of our family and our generation, oh God, and our ancestors, oh God Almighty, who have not walked with you, who have walked after idols, who have indulged in witchcraft and indulged in obia. We renounce and we denounce, Lord God Almighty, we say we don't want to have any more association we want to separate ourselves from these things in the name of Jesus and we want to come forth into your righteousness in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we repent Lord we repent we repent we repent of the wickedness of our heart we repent for every wrong thought in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we repent mighty God in the name of Jesus oh God Almighty 
Almighty, where we refuse to move. When you give us instructions, we repent of every disobedience in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We repent, Lord, where we have trusted in works of the flesh, oh God, that bring it forth bad fruit in the name of Jesus, that bring it forth death. Oh God, we repent of sin and trespasses. We repent, God, where we have not, oh God Almighty, obeyed the voice of your people, where we have not hearkened to the voice of your prophet, oh God Almighty, where we have not, oh God, oh God, submit our Holy your spirit, our spirit to your Holy Spirit, Lord, oh God Almighty, we repent, oh God, of anger, we repent, oh God, of, of envy, we repent, oh God, of, 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 of insecurities, jealousies. Oh God, we repent in the name of Jesus. We repent and we ask you to cleanse us and to wash us and to break all the things that brought so easily beset us. Oh God Almighty, we pray oh God, that you will forgive us and we, oh God, ask you Lord, that you will help us to forgive one another. Lord God, we ask you to cleanse us of unforgiveness, of bitterness. Oh God, Almighty, that you will hear us when we cry unto you, that you will hear us when we run to the rock. Oh God Almighty, Lord, we say, Lord, forgive us of our limited understanding. Forgive us, Lord, forgive us, forgive us. We cry out unto heaven, we cry out unto heaven. Forgive us and help us to forgive another. Those who have armed us, those God, even in our childhood days, who may have abused us. Oh, God Almighty, help us to forgive our mothers and our fathers. Lord God, you said, God, in your word, to honor thy mother and thy father, that thy days may be longer. Lord God Almighty, we didn't choose our parents. We didn't choose them. But now we are at a place where we are able to choose for ourselves. To forgive them. Oh God, that Lord, we may walk into the greater things. That we not because we see we mother come and we father live in a one room. That we do not desire to have greater than the one room. Oh God, and because we come and see our poor parents in concubinage life. That does not mean, Lord God, that we cannot come into the greater of having the life and the institution of marriage that you have set up before that you must have oh god almighty you say you call man and woman and the two together shall become one flesh you desire it so for the, for the stability of the family structure so we declare